um, as designers, we, we have a lot of opportunities to offer um, conceptions and, and, and designs that, that can involve many factors. Uh, and, and I think it's a beautiful way to act, uh, actually uh, facing this challenge, right, of, of ecological uh, matters. Good morning and welcome to Sorry I'm in Studio, a podcast delivered to you at the most productive hours of studio, 1 a.m. Sunday night. Welcome to Sorry I'm in Studio. My name's Amber. And I'm Sarah White. And here with us, we have a professor at the University of Houston College of Architecture and Design. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ophelia Mans. I'm, um, I'm a French architect <laughs> and uh, I'm a faculty member and director of the Material Research Center at the college. And uh, I'm also the uh, the co-founder of Z4Z4 that I'm leading with my partner, uh, Rafael Benedez, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so nice to have you with us. Our first question is, who are some of your design inspirations? Ooh. <laughs> Just right in the middle to start. <laughs> um, uh, okay, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say that... Uh, uh, it's only on in design, right? Uh, because uh, actually, what we used to um, uh, to work with uh, with my partner is to bring things together that are absolutely uh, at some point disconnected. That can uh, be a, like a fragment of text or an artwork or a photo, um, a movie reference, anything that that that. Uh, is is uh, colonizing our desk. Uh, it's very important for us because we we work on big tables where we bring many things and then then they start to connect uh, between each other and that is where things start to uh, build relationships and that is probably the space of the inspiration, the relationship of things that are apparently disconnected and, and coming from the world that we are not inventing anything, but we bring the world and try to play with it. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. So cool. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> By the way, I have taken Professor Mance's studio before, class before, and uh, behind her, you can see like all of these <laughs> really cool little things that she has. She has like faces of um people and different like uh, timelines going on it's super cool seeing just like what you have <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's is how much also uh it's important right because uh everything that you have in your background um produce a connection uh with the students and more in this moment right so for sure when you are in the college you cannot bring that so what I used to do, actually, it's to build this relationship with my students and their material and, and to build a, a context that is uh, giving us energy, right? And I think it's very important. Uh, so, but I'm glad you <laughs> appreciate <laughs> the background. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I guess our next question is, so I know that, you know, you are from France and you also did your 
graduate school in Spain as well. Um, and now you're in the U.S. So how has jumping around and moving around kind of shaped your perspectives? How do you think it's like changed you? Um, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that changed a human being for sure. Um, I mean, um, I spend a lot of time in Spain. So when I start to uh, think about it, uh, I, I, I spent a little bit more of half of my life in France and half of my life uh, abroad. Um, so, so even though it's still uh, Western culture, that, that is also very important to, to say because it changed your mind, but not as much as other cultures, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but definitely that changed you because you have a distance to uh, see what you learned uh, from your own culture. You um, see how you overlap things. You see spaces in between, and the space in between, I think, is the most kind of playful moment because you see, uh, you can be critical, you uh, can learn, you can learn a lot, and uh, it's an interaction that makes you also feel that you are not in a specific space. Uh, you are like uh, a mix of everything and that yeah, that for yeah. me it's very important um i always been um, amazed by how many ways you can inhabit the earth planet so for me uh, more way to see the world better it's for me because that that makes you change the um, the direction of of your look and i think it's it's i mean it's an incredible for me it's a richness right so that uh, that uh, give me and give us in the conversation we have uh, in the design and the personal life for sure many many things to discuss and it's it's amazing I mean I, I will push everyone to to leave to have at least uh, three different cultures to go around and, and see um, different ways to to inhabit definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, I hope we can all do that one day. Oh my gosh. And uh, see the outside world again. Oh my. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In this moment, you feel like you really need to, uh, to pass through that, right? To come back to a different perspective for sure. Yes. I, I, was, I was really wondering, um, what advice would you give to young students eager to start a firm and how do you and your partner balance being co-founders? <laughs> well, that's that's great because you you start uh, very early to uh, imagine how to embrace the world uh, by yourself, and that I think is great. I mean, I would just like say yes, let's do it. <laughs> um, well, it's uh, it's complicated to 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 give advices because also uh, there there are so many ways to make architecture, and I will definitely no definitely not say um, things that that can be too uh, uh, general for a specific mm -hmm. way to make architecture. But maybe what that helped me a lot uh, uh, through my my career 
is this kind of, of human perspective, human being perspective of attitude and, and behavior that uh, uh, is maintaining the energy that you need when you bring a project uh, to a reality, right? You need this energy because you are uh, the engine. Uh, so you, you, you need to trust yourself and you need to build the energy that is coming from inside. And that at some point uh, we will come to the idea of of defining really well the goals or or the the dream that you have the things that you really want to do and uh, and to imagine that they are big rocks and and uh, and that that is uh, what you should maintain and then you have the sand and the sand, it's a very little particles that can form rocks or for shelf, right? Uh, but, but they are very thin and this is the everyday life. And if you, if you try to put in a container, you start with the everyday life and you put all those things together and then you put the rocks, it's not going to fit. Mm-hmm. But if you do the inverse, that means that you put first the rocks and then in the interstice, you uh, put the, the sand, everything is going to fit. So maybe that image uh, gives us a sense of, of uh, what maybe can be an advice. I don't know if that is an advice, but... <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, I totally get that, that visual. That's, that's yeah, I mean, sometimes the visual and more for visual people, uh, we need an image, right? That 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 brings uh, in just one single uh, point uh, all the complexity that that uh, you have to struggle with uh, in your everyday life, and that is pretty obvious. But I still struggle with that, right? Because because the everyday life is something that that comes around and that is blow uh, through the wind and 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 start to 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 take place uh for other things and that maybe is the advice that i can give (laughs) oh yeah i really miss your nature metaphors i used to (laughs) oh you always had such fun metaphors thank you sarah (laughs) for our next question is um What's some advice that you have for young designers who are kind of start who kind of want to like get involved in sustainable and like ecological design? Uh, do you have any like resources you would like to recommend for students to immerse themselves in? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, maybe that can speak to you because uh, the the. Um, the material and theory and practice that uh, you you took uh, it's connected to this uh, ecological consciousness and and it's that is probably the most difficult part to uh, to learn because there is it's not a formula right it's it's not about ingredients it's not about uh, a list of things that you should do but it's really about a consciousness or um, the way to think and and to build that i will say um well first i will say uh let's uh, read the the green new deal that is going to lead our 
um, next uh, yes. decades, I Definitely. believe so. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to read, very easy mm -hmm. to read. But that makes you also understand uh, that that is a very broad uh, situation. And, and from that, I will definitely recommend to uh, go uh, to, for example, philosophical uh, references. I, I have my own from, from French philosophers that are, are very important for me because uh, they gave a sense to me for what ecological consciousness has been in France uh, over time uh, after the Second World War. So, for example, I will say Félix Guattari uh, is one of them. Uh, I have Michel Serre. I have Bruno Latour, uh, for sure. And, and all those readings, uh, for me, they help me to really uh, build that consciousness instead of, of trying, finding formulas, because I think it's really about that. And it's about the sensibility. And once this sensibility is built, then, then you can look forward um, strategies in your, in your design, right? But if you don't have this kind of clip, uh, that is difficult. That is super like, hard to, to understand. So I don't know if <laughs> that can help. Yeah, no, I think that was great. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think like with sustainable design like constantly evolving like having that mindset like you're saying can give you the base to keep you inspired to keep thinking and keep progressing and and designing I, I think that's that's really important and like in what direction do you think the future is going in terms of sus sustainable design in, in your opinion I mean um, from my point of view uh, I will say that is not an option uh, it's just, uh, there are like lens that we will have to deal with, to look through it, um, because it's the way to be on earth. Uh, if you just think about the, the speeding of how you, we consume from the earth system and, uh, how this earth system is capable to regenerate, uh, the materials that we are, um, using there is an imbalanced situation, right? So, so we need to deal with that. And, and, and I'm sure we, we, we're going to uh, find uh, new paradigms that, that will help us uh, to, to uh, change the way we uh, are related to this earth system. So that means that for me, um, there is no real future sustainable design uh, future it's it's just like the future right so everything that is involving everything in your life and and from the design from everything we do as human being here uh we're gonna have to deal with that i mean and i that i think it's on it's not an option now it's it's how you want to uh put energy into uh the optimistic uh way to see it that might be important right uh for us yeah yeah i agree i mean it <laughs> it really isn't an option we have to we have to get with it i really agree yeah i mean that it's uh, it's a reality it's um 
it's a, it's a fact, and uh, and and from that uh, we we need to to deal with the facts. So um, as designers, we we have a lot of opportunities to offer um, conceptions and 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 designs that that can involve many factors. Uh, and, and I think it's a beautiful way to act, uh, actually, uh, facing this challenge, right, of, of ecological uh, matters. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, so um, which one of your projects, or just what project in general, has made you feel most accomplished? <laughs> um yeah i i mean uh i i would say something that that goes uh toward the same direction i i'm I'm fascinated by relationships rather than things uh by themselves and i will say what is probably uh something that i feel very comfortable is the vector that cross everything that i did uh, by myself or uh, with my partner. And that, that vector is uh, this ecological consciousness. And, and that, that for me is, is the most important because um, you will never find exactly everything uh, like you, uh, you will project uh, on one thing. I think uh, you need to see a consistency of, over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is probably what I'm more interested in. It's to see how um, the goals of, of uh, thinking through ecology can bring you different kind of, of uh, solutions or different kind of encounters uh, in the design because you reassemble the world in the design. Uh, at least for us, we, we take fragments of things and then we bring them together and, uh, and what is very satisfying is to see that there is an attitude uh, through uh, uh, everything we try to, um, to design that is according to that vector, right? And that, that is difficult but because it's difficult because the, the lives st- sometimes make you turn around, uh, around things that are not very your interest, right? But when you keep that, you keep that and you really want to struggle for it, I think that that is the most beautiful part. I love that answer. I, I it's so poetic. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really just, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's nice to, like, you can't, like, say one project is like, this is it. You know, this is, this is my holy grail. You know, it's really about the journey that it, that it, that you've been on to, you know, get to where you are today. Even the, even the failures and the successes, you know, it's all, it's all a part of the. Absolutely. No, no. And, and, and that, that is the point because to be accomplished, it's, it's something that also puts you boundaries uh, in time. Right. And sometimes you have the feeling of things that were possibly accomplished in, in, in the past. But then you grow, you move uh, toward another moment, another state of your uh, individual, and then you see it in a different way. So I think things are not like uh, stable, and, and, and it's the reason why I think it's great to think about the journey, right? That, that is like the field of, of things that you 
feel comfortable with.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think staying consistent with your values and what you want and what your like what you feel your purpose is like as a designer. I think that's something like that a lot of students need to hear early on. Like hearing that now myself, like I feel like actually putting that into action is like a whole nother、uh, whole nother goal and journey. Well, but you know what you you also need、uh, to to learn、uh, to be passionate. Right, definitely.、And、that that is very hard. And when you are a student,、um, the boundaries of of times are very different because you have milestones that that start to happen. Right, when you、uh, go to、uh, another year, or then when you、um, you have your、uh, bachelor or your master. Right, but then when that that sensation disappear, you you see it like a very different journey, right? And and and、uh, but it's important to 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 rethink about it every time, and and to do not be focused on on things that sometimes is it's a success or it's a failure, but it's they are building relationship together, and it's from all these wave that you learn. It's not only from the drops. But it's really a wave that that brings you、uh, over time, and and when you feel that 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 is a、uh, is is great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that that's awesome. One one of one of the questions we we've really been liking asking a lot of the alumni and professors that、uh, we've been interviewing is what's the most memorable lesson you've learned from either a fellow student or a wow. professor. That is also a big wave because there is no drop.、Uh, it's, it's, it, I mean, I will say first,、um, uh, I will never be a teacher if I wouldn't learn every time from the students. I mean, that will not make sense for me.、Uh, and actually, I mean, teaching. I think it's a it's a verb that is、uh, not really a reality of what is happening. Uh, I think it's more. I will say I'm just a vector of guiding forces, than <laughs>、yeah. than you know that, that teaching. I think it's a texture of of many complexities. I I, I have the humble、um, role of of trying to 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 make converging the 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 most important skill of each one、uh, to a direction.、Uh, And and that that given、uh, said, I I will, I、I've, I always learn、uh, from the students, and and I'm amazed every time. And and is the reason、uh, because I'm learning that I'm excited and I can be、uh, passionate uh, by by that.、Um, so many things, so many things. I I will maybe what I can share. Uh, it's a different experience that is not an individual, but it's a class that、uh, I had the the chance to uh, to um, to teach, <laughs> to use the world.、Um, it was、uh, at Texas Tech University. I was teaching second year, actually,、uh, like just、uh, like you, Amber, and for. The reason that that is also amazing to、uh, to have fifteen students、uh, that are converging in in time and in space, and it was really quite amazing because they had a synergy that I've never seen before. They they were there was no leader, 
they were all interconnected, super solidar, and uh, and uh, we had so much great time laughing and and learning and and, and it, it was quite impressive because you you would see like people that will be a little bit more I will say open to discuss in public, but then you will have uh, other people more like. Uh, in the back, but they were all creating like a network uh, that it has been a very incredible lesson for me because I, I was observing them, how they they were working together, how they also um, pass through different uh, difficulties. And, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's the, the most incredible lesson I had to, 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 to see them like that. I, I I was like they blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so cool. Like I, it's so wonderful to see like students getting really engaged with each other. Like I think the best classes are classes that are like open to talk to each other. You know, like whenever a discussion gets going and everyone's really passionate about everyone else's project and we're all learning from each other. Ah, such a great energy and it's just oh, it's so wonderful. Oh yeah, no, it's it's is what the studio culture uh, is always trying to to bring, right? Yeah. Uh, but but it's true that it's not always happening, even if you mm-hmm. right. Uh, but for some reason, there is a moment where everything is converging into that direction, and and it's just amazing that that gives you a lot of energy. That is the best. <laughs> So for our last question was one that I really wanted to ask you about. Um, so the final in your class was easily one of the most unique and fun finals I have ever had. And I loved it. <laughs> um, so how did you like come up with it? What did you hope students would take away from it? Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to hear that because, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. They're going to freak out because that <laughs> is like it's a very different format. Uh, right. Because mm-hmm. we I, I really uh, focus on the video performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just to, to be sure that I am I am on, on, on the same page than you. Are you asking for the format of the finer? Right. Yeah, so, like, what made you think, like, we should just do videos and, like, make these, like, really, like, artistic videos of our material? Okay, um, so that that, uh, is um, coming from from different references. I will say that um, the artworks in general, uh, for me, it's a a very important part of of what I, I try to extract. Uh, for the format, because um, there is something that uh, is very playful and it's very exigent at the same time to ensure that the result will really transcend, right? It will be beyond uh, just a, a single kind of writings or, or a drawing. Uh, and, and for the material, I think it's it's working pretty well because uh, it actually it's what I think, but it forces you to uh, sharpen your eye to look at the material in a different way. Um, I will say matter or material, right? Uh, th- that is the 
the way that I would like you to think uh, that this material is coming from that matter and th there is no um, uh, very uh, huge boundary in between. And, and that um, helps me to bring the idea of aesthetic, uh, the way you can be amazed by, by materials because they are coming all from Earth, uh, but also they are trying to push you to reveal their beauty. Uh, so you need to, to be able to uh, offer technical uh, device uh, to understand how to catch this beauty, right? Hmm. Uh, so I think the video performance, I mean, it's coming from uh, the land art movement that I'm, I'm, I'm super fan of it because I think it's a very important milestone in, in the ecological consciousness uh, after the Second World War. And it's always a, a great reference uh, for me and for the students because I think it's bringing everything together. That is uh, the observation, the aesthetic, and also um, the capacity to understand uh, a knowledge of, of what the material is. Mm -hmm. So from physical properties uh, to the aesthetic, you start to deal with that and you start to... to, to um, to create uh, a different sensibility. And that is maybe what I, I hopefully, I hope that, that, that right, the students will bring uh, with them this understanding of matter and material uh, in that direction that is about a sensibility, the way you are capable to understand them for uh, what they are, from where they come from, and uh, how to look at them. Mm -hmm. And because the observation is something very important and, and the format of the video performance also uh, is the way to, to build a, a narrative. And I really believe on, on the narrative because it's like something that uh, push you to articulate your thought. And, and I don't know, I, I always use for, I mean, for a long time, I've, I've, I've used a video performance and not only for materials when I... I was also teaching a uh, uh, studio. Really? And That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for the, oh, the wow. site uh, analysis, we, we did uh, pretty uh, uh, great performances. And uh, th there is something that is changing, the relationship, the way mm -hmm. uh, students are um, engaged with the site. Uh, that, that breaks a lot of, of boundaries and that is very productive. Yeah, yeah. I definitely walked out of that class loving ice. <laughs> like, I remember whenever I walked in, the rest walked in. It was on Zoom, but you know, um, the first day I was all like, ice? <laughs> I was so confused. I was all like, I mean, okay, why not? But you know, at the end of that class, I was all like, ice is beautiful. It connects us all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, what is fascinating in this material and this matter uh, is uh, because you can explore the, the three different states, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, in your domestic space, because also it was a challenge. How do you deal with a material class um, in your domestic space? Something that uh, you can have easily, but also has a very huge 
footprint because you need to have these eyes available for you, right? Mm -hmm. And then, then start everything uh, coming around and, and also references from Olafur Eliasson, who is, uh, he has a, a block of eyes in uh, his webpage that is like spinning around uh, like a clock. Uh, it's pretty uh, terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm super happy that uh, you enjoy it and, and, and hopefully that, that make you change the way you, you see uh, materials and matter. So, but you have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Also, I should just say uh, everyone should take this class. It's such a fun <laughs> class. It makes you think so differently. <laughs> I'm sold. I, I have had so much fun getting to hear your perspective. And I'm like personally like really interested in sustainable design and like everything we've been talking about. So you might see me in your oh, class. Oh yeah, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Will be a pleasure, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you can take it, I think, uh, for uh, next fall, right? But Third year? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing, amazing question. And, and wow, thank you so much for, for uh, pushing me in these questions because that. Uh, it's a great uh, point of, of connection with you, with the students, right? Yeah, definitely. It's always so nice to hear like a professor's, I guess, like perspective on things. Because I feel like most people like don't really think like, oh, what are they thinking about right now? So it's always nice to just sit down and have these talks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And thank you everyone for listening. This was Sorry I'm in Studio. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sorry I'm in Studio, a podcast produced and presented by the Kleistenese chapter of APX. If you're interested in joining us, check us out on Instagram at APX underscore and follow us at Sorry I'm in Studio on Instagram for the latest graphics and episode trailers.